Welcome to No Apology with the Bible Idiots, episode 237. So glad that you are along with us, hanging out with us today. And people are like, well, where you been? Yeah. <laughs> well, let me tell you a little story. It's going to be a little bit of a longer story, it's I got a feeling. It's a sad story. <laughs> Happy ending, though. Happy ending. So. It is 1049 a.m. on Tuesday, December 21st, and we've been gone for a couple weeks. And when I say gone, I mean that in the literal sense. I mean, we were gone. <laughs> we had uh, some family visitors come, and I'm not saying they brought COVID with them, but they certainly left it behind. <laughs> <laughs> they get back to Minnesota, they test positive, we're, yeah. we're getting sick. Emily's getting sick, and I'm thinking that I'm going to do that thing that I've done so many times in the past where I'm just not going to be affected. Yeah, you're going to skate by like the jerk you are. (laughs) But it didn't happen that way. (laughs) No. Because on Tuesday, Emily tests positive and I tested negative. And I'm like, I have the antibodies. (laughs) I... I'm going to be one of those people, you know, who I might test positive, but I'll be asymptomatic yeah. and I'll laugh and I'll take care of you sickies. No, two days later, I was sicker than a dog and I tested positive as well. And that's when the journey began. Well, backing up a few years, here's the thing. Chris has a habit of totally missing out on some of those really bad sicknesses that we've had one christmas uh the whole family had strep throat and if you've ever had strep throat you know that can be pretty uh devastating as well a lot of body aches mm-hmm. and just very very painful uh chris did not i did not and, and so he's opening presents he's wanting to play with his toys and he was just irritating the kids toys. all they of my us. Toys. Well, no, but you you wanted to put the dollhouses together, and you wanted to do the little race cars that we gave the boys, yeah, and so and on. We did kind of. And I you're mean, like, well, I know you guys are sick, but you know, you can either be sick and sad, or you could be sick and play with your toys. And we're all just like, go away. <laughs> and we, we all stayed in bed as much as we possibly could. So this is so precedent has been set. This well, has and, happened many times before, and it's not just the precedent that gets set then an arrogance starts to build yeah and that's what i mean when i really thought i was shocked i was shocked and me and god had long conversations as this is odd lord i know i tested positive but i'm supposed to be asymptomatic i'm supposed to be the guy who doesn't get sick with the giant immune system in place that's right see and that's what i thought i thought you know if i ever have covid which i actually think i had it a long time ago yeah we thought uh, we had it in 2019 december yeah before we even knew covid as a word um because the the symptoms were so similar and and it lasted for a long time and yada 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 so i'm thinking you know the last couple years i i'm sure i've had it i'm sure i have the antibodies i'm sure that even if i didn't have it and i do get it you know my immune system is very strong i'm i'm used to being healthy i really am and and when you're all of a sudden not anymore um it can be devastating not just physically but like mentally and emotionally there was a depression that settled in that as we're going to tell you the story gets worse and worse it's not just just covid here (laughs) 
there's more that took way place. more to this story yeah <laughs> and but either way i just my heart goes out to everybody who's had covid and i think that one of the reasons god said no you're not going to get to be asymptomatic this time is because you're getting a little bit too arrogant in your lack of empathy for people that have this illness mm-hmm. and there were days in the you know over the last 15 16 days where I could really see where people die from this. Oh, totally. And what yeah. I was shocked with was the acceleration of pain. Mm-hmm. And I'm just talking about discomfort that almost becomes unbearable. Let me give you an example. When you are in a cooler house and it's wintertime and it's 25 degrees outside, and you know, you're like us, we're budget people, so we don't set the heat very high. We expect to, you know, wear sweaters in the house. We grew up in Minnesota, spent time in Alaska, we know the score, right? Well, when you go to sit down on the toilet, it will <laughs> <laughs> it will usually be very, very cold. And Is it's that like, where we're going yes. now? Potty humor. No, it's not humor. It's <laughs> It's something people can relate to. So it's cold, and you know it's going to be cold, and you know you get that that uh, that rush of just freezingness when yeah. you sit down. You brace yourself because yes. you know yes. you're having this. Sh- you're going to get shot. But let's be honest. Even on a very cold toilet seat, <laughs> on a very cool day in a house that's maybe rocking sixty-seven degrees in in a winter time, that jar, that sharp cold pain on a one to ten scale is anywhere three to four you know what i mean and and you can deal with it after a second or two when you have covid that same exact pain is like an eight or a nine i mean it is just absolutely like blow the top of your head off and it just reverberates through your body and instead of a second or two it's like five or six seconds before you that's what i mean by everything is accentuated including uh the joint pain that i had I mean, I walked to my mailbox on a, two Saturdays ago, and I literally had to focus walking back. You know, just you can do this. You don't. You're not going to collapse in your driveway. Yeah. That's how weak you get, and how fast you get that weak. And so now we've got at least a dozen people in town that have gotten the same COVID we had, and we've been talking our way through it now as we're all coming out of it. And many of them said, "Look, this is not natural. No, it's this not. was not a natural thing. That there's something very, very sinister going on here." And so we got into some scripture, and then we still have a power outage to. Talk talk about but it's just wasn't a natural kind of dis, you know disease sickness right. illness because it had hung on for so long you know you have those severe body aches you have those severe chills um and it's going on well day two day three day four you know by the time day eight day nine is rolling around your 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 mind is just gone like you just can't deal with it anymore and you and you want to break down and so on and so that's that's the difference in fact our our daughter calls it the franken rona um because you know it's not right like you get these very bad you can have a severe case of the flu or whatever uh but after day three day four worst case scenario you're you're maybe starting to come out of it day eight day nine chris you and i were just getting worse and and worse and worse and, and my lungs started to get better. affected, and I'm thinking, oh, no, this yeah. is... So we finally called... Lord, her. take me home. <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
Yeah, you just want it to end. And and you go to sleep hoping that you'll just sleep five hours, six hours away and and maybe wake up and feel better. And you, and you wake up and you realize it's been like 15 minutes and, yeah. and the chills and the aches are just still there. Anyway, uh, I digress. Moving on. Yeah, a week ago <laughs> on Wednesday, we had I had the worst of my whole covid experience i had gotten the infusion and they're supposed to get better within 24 hours what they didn't tell me is that i was going to get incredibly worse i i spiked a fever i'm achy i can't focus and then we have the storm of the century roll through kansas well yeah it was it was like day eight or nine and chris you you called the doctor and you said you know what can you do so we did go both you and i over the a couple days went in and had antibody infusions and for me, like within 12 hours or so, I, I started feeling better. Like I was still sick, but it was a tolerable sick. And I was so thankful, just so thankful. Now, Chris, you went in like the very next morning, but you came home and, and it just wreaked havoc on you. You went downhill for the first, you know, 24 to 48 hours where you spiked a higher fever. Uh, you started getting nauseous, so on and so forth. Yeah, I had the infusion at 10 a.m. And by 2 p.m., I am just out of... The sickest you've been. Yeah, out of sorts. And at 3 o'clock... We had a 20-minute storm that was, and I'm when I say storm of the century, I'm not joking. There, yeah. there are people who've lived here for 70, 80 years. They've never seen anything like it. We had 90-mile-an-hour winds that were not tornado, but it was just this incredible storm Straight whipped through. And through. in 15 minutes, it... I mean, stuff was blowing everywhere. I was, what I do in a tornado and those type of things, we try to put our, um, you know, motorcycle and racing stock car helmets on that I still have. Yeah, avoid head injuries. Head injuries is the, the number one thing. thing. So I was, I'm, I'm trying to decide whether I can go to the garage and find the helmets or, you know, and that's how weak I was. Mm-hmm. And I'm delirious and we're listening to stuff bounce off the windows and I'm just asking God, please just don't let any windows break because right. it's so cold out there right now. Yeah, it was 80 to 90 miles an hour winds that were going on and they were sustained winds and trees were coming down all around us swirling we, we went and sat in the entryway the center of our house away from windows and so on we just sat in the stairs like there was nothing else for us to do just wait for death to bring sweet relief <laughs> but it was interesting because right before the winds started and picked up uh chris you and i were talking and i said you know what's interesting is we often think about when something devastating happens you get a very bad illness or war breaks out or you know these devastating things in in life you think of them happening like one at a time. You don't think of people going through several things, you know, health issues and a storm and war breaks out and, and they're going through all of these things simultaneously and how devastating that could be. And and as we were talking about that uh, and we were just sitting there being very sick, uh, all of a sudden, boom, there's a storm. And we, and we were sure enough living through what I was just talking about 
um, that we had these devastating uh, storms just ripping through. We had a tree in our front yard split in half and come down towards the house, but another tree kind of caught it. Yeah. And we had a, a little sign. I have a little shed that we've named the Rabbit Room, and Emily hand-painted a sign that makes it look like a British pub that says the Rabbit Room. Because if you don't know what the Rabbit Room is, it comes from Oxford University where C.S. Lewis and J.R.R. Tolkien would go to this pub every Tuesday and the Rabbit Room, they would hoist a pint and they would work on each other's novels together. And so we know that Tolkien influenced Narnia and we know C.S. Lewis influenced Lord of the Rings. And so it's just a cool thing and it's kind of like a name for my man cave. That sign got ripped off, shredded, and sent across the <laughs> across the yard. I mean, the fact that no windows in our house broke is an amazing thing. It is, yeah. And in the middle of all this then at three o'clock, it was right almost straight up three PM, our power goes out. Yeah. And it's not a big deal when your power goes out for an hour or maybe two hours. Ours was out for three days. While we're sick with COVID. While we are incredibly sick with COVID. And so just to get an air mattress and the church ended up having power, we went down to one of the classrooms of our church where there was heat and electricity. <laughs> And we stayed on an air mattress while we're pouring, you know, over-the-counter medication yeah. with our dogs, yeah. our spoiled dogs. We stayed in the back of the church. Like, this was a room in the back that, you know, it wasn't Sunday school rooms or the sanctuary. We tried to contain our COVID to one little area of the church, but there was literally nowhere else for us to go. No, and not on that short of a notice. And, um, you know, plus being as sick as we were, we didn't want to go to a hotel. And or we can't go to someone's house. We couldn't really yeah. even legally take our dogs to the kennel because we were still under quarantine True. for another 48 hours until that was lifted and so here we are waiting for the uh, power to come on and there are there's glass broken all over town there's trees down all over town most of the town was out without power for a half a day or a full day and then everybody started getting their power back but us and so i would come home to let the dogs out in our backyard and and to just you know do an evaluation and our house felt so cold and dead and in all of this, there's a point I'm going to, spiritual point I'm going to make coming up here, but it just seemed like that long international flight that would, that just doesn't ever want to land. Yeah. We just could not get our power back. We could not get our health back. We could not get our circumstances our back to normal. Back. <laughs> it, it, it was, it was just an unbelievably long drawn out process. And when you're as sick as we were, you literally focus from one little nap to the next bathroom break to the next time you're going to drink yeah. water or Pedialyte or have a banana or whatever you're going to do. And you just try to get through each one of those tasks without, you know, having the shiver breakdown. You yeah, know what I mean? exactly. Well, and now here's another thing we'll add to the element of lost power is that now by this time we had been sick for a long time we hadn't been doing laundry we hadn't cleaned the house we hadn't done a lot of stuff that you normally do every single day uh when the power went out and so it's like okay we're running out of clothes we're running out of these, these yeah. things and uh it, it felt like there's no end in sight that's well, what part it really of it was felt is like. that we had from 3 p.m. until about 10 a.m. the next day, no power. And it, the power then stayed out again for another two days. But I'm just saying that first overnight as the house yeah. completely cooled off is the sickest that we were. 
and we're just trying to go from shiver to shiver. So here's what I kept talking to God about. I kept talking to God about that we're not supposed to let our circumstances affect our joy. Right. I am not thankful for this, but I was thankful in the middle of it. We started counting our blessings. We started praying to God, asking him to show us a better today and a better exactly. tomorrow in fact there was so much stuff going on chris that we've even forgotten part of the story and part of the story was in the middle of it uh one of the days there was an earthquake here <laughs> yeah so that that like, happened right in the middle of it all too. uh yeah i mean it was just boom boom yeah, when boom. is kansas earthquake center you know <laughs> So earthquakes and windstorms and COVID and power outages, that has been our last two, two and a half weeks. It's been incredible. Yeah. But one of the things that I can tell you is that God is sanctifying and, and growing me spiritually more mature. Totally. And I had yeah. to get knocked off my high health horse a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, yes, COVID's bad for those of you mere mortals who do get, <laughs> you know, sick. And I'm sure I'll be asymptomatic yeah. because I'm me. I'm me. Right, yeah. And Lord said, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, hold that thought. <laughs> and I looked at Psalm 62, 8, and it says, Trust in him at all times. Mm. O people, pour out your hearts to him, for God is our refuge. And he never stopped being our refuge. No. We never doubted our salvation. We never doubted his goodness over our lives in the middle of all of that. But on the third day, we'd be driving back to the church to get heat and stay there for a while. And uh, these people would have their lights on, you know, their Christmas lights in their yard. And Emily would say, look at, look at all these people showing off with their electricity. (laughs) (laughs) That's how sad she was. Uh, Joel 316 says, the Lord is a refuge for his people in a stronghold. And then Psalm 55, 22 says, cast your burden on the Lord and he shall sustain you and shall never permit the righteous to be moved. And that's the one thing that I took out of this the most is that A, people... I can see why they die from this. And B, this is a lot worse than a normal type of flu. And God was still with us in the midst of all of those problems. He still protected us in so many ways. He was with us in so many ways. Would I have wished our power wouldn't have gone out? Of course. But I learned a ton from it. Do I wish my symptoms didn't get as bad as they did for like four or five days? Of course. But I learned a ton from it. And what I learned is that in the middle of my circumstances, Jesus is still on the throne. And I want to be his servant even more aggressive with the time I've been given left than what I did before this affliction hit us on the 7th of December. It was interesting because, Chris, we did try to, you know, read our Bible and do some devotions and so on as we were able to. Um, to actually sit up and read something. But um, one of the things that I could really see God working in us and through us and helping us was you were on the phone a couple times with a couple different people. And like one of the people, one of the friends you were talking to, they were talking about how, oh yeah, their power's back and they were getting ready to go on vacation and they were leaving and and going to a warmer climate and and as they were telling this story and I'm listening to you guys talk on the phone it really just warmed my heart even though we had no power we were sitting there wondering how long are we going to have no power we were feeling sick or whatever 
to hear the good stories of someone else, it lightened my heart. It lightened my load. I actually, you know, I felt happy for these other people, even, even in the midst of my feeling really awful. Yeah. Um, other people that we talked to, they were like, you know, we had COVID a week or two before you guys did, and it really wasn't that bad. You know, they just yeah. weren't that sick. And 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 I remember just oh, feeling... happy days. <laughs> yeah. Lucky you. No, that's, that's like human <laughs> tendency to just, just, just be like, why me? But it was like, I was so thankful. I was like, thank you, Lord, that they didn't go. Like, I was had genuinely yes. happy for people. And so it's like, I know that that's counterintuitive to the human spirit when you're really struggling and you're really suffering like that. And so it was, those were just little indications that, okay, God, you're with me and you are literally helping me right now and encouraging me through other people. And so it's good. Like you said, Chris, you learn things along the way. For me, the most important thing is when I can see those moments of God really speaking to my heart and my soul and my being in a way that's so counterintuitive to the human spirit that you realize, no, 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 God is with us. God has not forgot us. And uh, we are going to come out of this and and get back to normal. Here yeah. we are. We're very, very close to normal. We're not there yet, but we're close. Uh, we get really tired, really easy. Um, but so thankful with Christmas right around the corner that we are on our feet. We're back to work and we're getting stronger every day. We are going to have a long form teaching. It's a message that I gave uh, on Sunday at my church about having a solid Christmas. In the last 10 minutes of the message, I don't even remember what I was saying. I was getting really lightheaded and weak. Yeah. And, but I somehow landed the plane, I think. <laughs> and, uh, so we're going to bring that long form to you in the next couple of days prior to Christmas. Very and good. then that's it for us until the new year. Yeah. And so we're going to start the new year with a week of prayer and fasting. And I'm sure we'll come back to you with a podcast, uh, you know, somewhere near the first of the year. But until then, keep praying for us for what God would have for this through 2022. And the fact that some of you missed this podcast, the two and a half weeks we've been out, um, makes it worthwhile for yeah, us to yeah. know that it's, it's something that is is encouraging you. We are your broadcast friends just here to share with you our life and share with you the word of God as we journey together towards uh, eternity and may the Lord's kingdom come quickly. Final thoughts, Emily, then we're out of here. Uh, you know, whether you get COVID or you don't get COVID or you get a light case of COVID or a very devastating case of COVID, uh, I just want to encourage you. You know, it rains on the righteous and the unrighteous, right? Yeah. Um, and so in it, whatever the circumstance, God does have something that he wants to show you and teach you and help you understand a little bit better, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing that you're going through. And so just be looking for that throughout this holiday season as we get ready to close out 2021. Uh, What is it through 2021 that God has really impressed upon your heart and wants you to know about him through the circumstances, trials, tribulations, joys that you have been through this year? Because he does, he really, really does want to communicate those things uh, with you. He's a God that wants to be known, and he's a God that knows you. So be encouraged and be blessed through the rest of 2021. Well, that's going to do it on behalf of my best friend and bride, Emily. My name is Chris. Get into the Word of God today, and then go and serve your King.